0: Freedom to fly, another way of saying freedom to run. And so it goes with the crew of the experimental starship Void Jammer. And the clock never stops ticking. Unpaid bills, old enemies, and a rifle crew nip at their heels as they strike out for the best scary. Friday, Saren, and Laura and Ballad know that when work comes calling, you grit your teeth and bear it. Sometimes simple folk don't live simple lives. And these former cargo haulers turned merchant smugglers will discover just how complicated their future stands to be as they enter a dangerous game. No rules, no time, no guarantee of safety. Just another day on the job, far beyond the stars.
1: So nice to see your beautiful faces once again. We're gonna play more Starfinder today. I'm so excited.
2: Real quick, Abby, I have to say you are a bundle of energy today, and I and you're very cheery, and I, I really, it's really not, it's really fun to see.
1: Th- thank you, thank you. I am feeling very energetic and very bundle of joy today. I'm just. Gosh, I'm just I'm just chipper. I think I'm in an un, I I think I might be in a mood that cannot be soured. Ooh, nice. Which is always excellent to be and is somewhat rare uh, in this day and age and I'm I God, I feel great today. I've got uh, <laughs> I've got so much dopamine dopamine and serotonin rattling around in here. It's It's fucking phenomenal. Awesome sauce. How's everybody else doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Sleepy. Doing just fine. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) I know Jess is very sleepy, which results in sometimes its own kind of cheerful delirium.
3: We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what direction it's going yet. I only just woke up.
1: Well it's it's good. We will we will get you all woken up. I think one of the reasons that I'm in such a great mood is is because at the end of our last session uh I really I felt like we all were so on it. We had such a great energy going and that we I got to pull off uh, an ending that I was very satisfied with. That made all of you go ooh, which is <laughs> the coolest feeling when you're GMing a game of like, yes, I'm nailing the story. Everybody's digging it, <laughs> so I'm really excited to to continue it today. And I'm just I'm in a just fabulous mood because this is this is we're getting close to the end of book two. At this point, I'd say I'd say we are about to sort of enter enter the final ish arc of book two. And yeah, I know it's it's crazy because like a lot of stuff happens in this book, but it also feels like time has really flown. But it's taken us uh, it's going to take us about two seasons, maybe part of season four to to complete all of this depending on how quickly y'all run through it but it it this is where i think the story really really starts kicking in for me and like the, the bits that i was excited to get to so i i can't wait does anybody have any thoughts or feelings before we before we get into it or should i just start
2: it's a start yeah let's
0: go for it awesome feelings but ready to go for this
1: let's do it okay so last episode you fought a clam it was an exciting time that took up most of the episode (laughs) you did your usual combat hijinks everybody thought very creatively it was a good time all around you defeated the armored clam good for you and you proceeded into the facility, which is a ruined temple of Weidan on top, but the structures below have been converted into a laboratory. You saw sort of some vaccines for Hellfire in the making. You were able to deduce this with some pretty impressive medicine scores on behalf of Relora and Saren. Uh, you thoroughly explored each room. You, you found that there were some patients who are being treated for hellfire toxin, or at least to, you know, within what seems to be within the best of any current medical ability, they're being treated for hellfire toxin. They're still definitely suffering, but it does seem like progress has been made on some kind of inoculation or vaccine. And you finally arrived in the very back room where there is... It's more obvious in this back room that this is a former temple of Wei Dan. Dan's symbol is just huge on the floor. But the rest of it has been covered over with what looks like a command center setup. There's a lot of readouts. There's a lot of screens. There's there's diagrams with red string. Every which away. And also in this room is Charity Mark V, a copy of the robots that you fought a couple episodes ago, and the fugitive that you have been seeking, Agavana Oathbreaker, or as she named herself to you, Agavana Stoneblood, and she claims that she never forsook her oath to the Viscarium and is still loyal to the Viscarium and its people. And she claims that she was set up. Scandalous. Scandalo.
3: Gay, <laughs> scandalo. Gay scandalo. <laughs> As they would say. By the in... way, I did. Hmm? As they would say in what? <laughs> in Eoxian, because we were a long time ago, we joked that Eoxian is Spanish. <laughs> oh, <anyway>. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. I
2: mean, we do have a Necrovesque here after all.
1: Mhm exactly yeah uh, Agavana it's now very clear to those of you that have mysticism abilities that the uh, Agavana is definitely a berai, which is a form of undead creature.
2: Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. So it
1: looks like a besk, though. She's got the bright red eyes. I did I did notice and appreciate that in the notes that y'all took on last episode someone referred to her as a badass mommy. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want to take credit for the badass mommy?
0: Uh, may have Hi, been me. me.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a, a, <laughs> me. That sounds like something you would say. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the situation in which you now find yourselves. I'm just going to sort of redo Agavana's little speech just to Put y'all back in the back in the mood, and then we'll take it away. So she turned from the altar, lowered her hood. And you could see her her pale, silvery, scaly skin, blood red eyes. And she said, "I do not know you, but I suspect you have been sent here by some imperial agent who calls me Oathbreaker. But I don't answer to that name. Through life and death, I have held my oath to the Viscarium." I remain Agavana Stoneblood. Uh,
2: sense Motive. Love it. <laughs> right <above>. Roll it.
1: <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> Sarah and I exchange glasses, glances when I, I knew it. <laughs> right. So
2: I rolled a. I'm starting off strong with a three, plus two for a five. <laughs> mm.
3: Hey, I got a 12. <laughs> twelve. I got a of two. Flat twelve.
0: I got a natural one for two. <laughs>
3: okay.
1: Wow, we are so good at
3: sucking people out.
1: Fanny,
4: you're our only hope. Yeah, I was just about to say, it's like I don't know if Miss Fanny slash Relora slash Alaric would even roll one because now they're like mm-hmm. true, they're fully brought in to Saren's conspiracy theory website. Wait, did that end up having a name like your blog?
0: (laughs) No, no. Uh, It's not even a blog. It's literally just like uh, Saren Saren literally created like a a virtual string board like (laughs) on the ship.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I was like getting on board like earlier in the campaign and or this quest line and as we continue going through the the temple it was like oh I'm buying into this legit this makes sense so now I'm wondering as a players like I honestly I don't think I don't think Roloro would even roll it's probably like the wise thing to do wait what's my wisdom 10 okay plus zero but um (laughs) to them it's it's like confirmation so I'm I'm making the call that they're just eating it up like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I read this. <laughs> well, and I'm reading my
0: Nat like 1. Star star. I, I'm 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 legit reading my Nat 1 like if everyone's okay with me interjecting and uh and, ha- and stating my conspiracy theory, like I think that Nat 1 is just Saren absolutely feeling like, "Oh yeah, no, I believe you 100%." Like I have no no doubt that like you're you're telling the truth right now. She'd be like Agavanna Stoneblood. Oh, that. All right, that that. Oh, uh, uh, you know that makes a lot of sense. Everything that I was reading online, on the on this infosphere, really made it seem like you were nothing but a loyal soldier, and that something had gone wrong. And I I have this whole theory that you were set up by the person that hired us to do this job, and heard that you were back, and um wanted to wanted to hide any any possible cause of his misdoing. Um, had no cause to disbelieve him then but uh, the fact that you're making vaccines now honestly which like great but also why did you have to use the temple of Waydan to do it I don't know anyway that's a different <laughs> problem I don't need to be mad about that right now um, <laughs> like that it it's makes a
2: lot of sense what she's saying is we're more than willing to hear your story if you're willing to give it
1: Agabana and Charity exchange exchange a glance, and Agavanna sort of raises her scaly eyebrows at the <laughs> four of you, and says, "I honestly thought I was going to have to work a little harder to convince you." Uh, yes, all right. That that act, that actually does capture uh, well a, a fairly complete picture of. Of the situation. You're a very perceptive being. (laughs) I'm made of crystals, so you can see right through me. (laughs) (laughs) That's
4: our brilliant chief engineer for you. Truly brilliant. Amazing.
2: Also, it kind of, this is the way our jobs go. There just always seems to be a left or right turn out of nowhere. We're kind of used to this at this
1: point life really does just unexpectedly throw you those kinds of those kind of curveballs yeah it makes things interesting use a baseball metaphor which is a sport that doesn't exist in this universe <laughs> <laughs> veskball
3: veskball no, that's still
1: dumb no but actually vests name everything Vesk something <laughs> yeah <say> that's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, it
3: makes sense that actually makes complete
1: sense it's, it's to make a veskball reference if any of you follow the sport I also used to think that life existed in more of a grey area but unfortunately as the years have gone by it has taught me that there is true evil in this world and uh, it's all of our misfortune to encounter it
2: oh that that we definitely can agree on Mm -hmm.
1: before I tell you my story you mentioned someone did send you who was it out of just morbid curiosity. Eshevayu Fireheart. That's the one. She seems to take this in for a second. Shakes her head a little
4: bit. Who's the captain now, if that helps? I'm not sure what their rank was before.
1: I know Eshevayu.
4: If it's any uh, consolation,
2: uh, I get the feeling that he does think that you betrayed everybody. I don't I don't think he he knows. I, I'm getting the impression he might not know the whole story.
1: That is both comforting and also quite painful. Echevayo and I were friends for many years before this, before all of this happened. I would I would hate to think that he had anything to do with the larger problem. But it also pains me to know that he thinks me he thinks me a traitor. Uh my st- my story. You asked you asked her my story. Uh please do make yourselves comfortable if you wish, or you can stay standing. But she sort of gestures at some chairs.
0: Saren will take a seat in front of one of the computers.
4: Oh yeah, ditto. You know, I'll be right across from Saren. Now we can give kinda of like a thumbs up like, oh my gosh, so cool! Yes
3: Ballad's subscribe. doing a cool lean against the wall with her arms <laughs> mm. crossed. <laughs> one of the, a cool kid lean.
1: Excellent, I love that.
2: Okay, Fonzie. Yeah,
3: hey. <laughs> I'm definitely the Fonzie of the group. One hundred percent.
2: Yet Saren's the one with the leather jacket.
3: You know, Ballad has at least one leather jacket in her closet. Let us not forget her vast closet. <laughs> how could we forget?
1: You're all you're all rock and designer these days. Yeah, my Gucci duster. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so once you've all sort of made yourselves comfortable, Agavanna says, "I don't know how much of my story you may already know, or how much Ashovayo told you, but." Uh, as part of my service to the Viscarium I was stationed in the city of Burandamana uh, I, I did not know at the time how this came to be but there was a an outbreak of sorts of hellfire toxin which you've seen the awful results of outside in the in the room that you just came from uh, it is impossible to survive and it killed thousands of people in that city including myself uh, as you can see she gestures at all of her I'm how did you survive? I honestly don't know how I survived I have I have a theory or perhaps a, a vain hope that I Uh, that I survived by Dan deciding that my time here was not done yet and bringing me back to life to find the cause of this outbreak and find the people who had been manufacturing this bioweapon and destroy them
2: uh we yeah we we thought that might be a possibility
3: yeah it's been known to happen so you looked into it then
1: Good researchers. I am. I...
2: well. Uh, I, I have this ability to see what... I have this ability to see what might, uh... might have happened across uh, different situations. And one of those, we got a good view of you as you appear now. Uh, so we were able to figure out that yeah, you might be a... There might be a possibility you were a Marai.
1: Yes. Well... It's not not every barai becomes so because of divine intervention. But in my case I believe it is true. I, I had a vision as I woke up. I was lying on a slab in the morgue. And I had a I had a vision of Weidan as I woke up. I saw a vision of hellfire toxin being spread everywhere as a weapon against those who wish to exercise any sort of free will, whose loyalty might be to anyone or anything but the Viscarium or not, not the Viscarium, anyone but the Viscarium government, that is not loyalty to, you know, your neighbors, your community, your, your fellow, your fellow creatures. And, Ever since then I have made it my goal to investigate who spread that toxin in the first place and I believe that I have found the answer. Oh. You mentioned she turns to Friday. You were saying I believe a few a few minutes ago that you you have visions of alternate timelines, other realities?
2: Yeah, and when we were at that True Blue Dye Works, I uh I saw a reality in which you stormed the facility to capture the Beatles, uh, And uh, that was just one of the many different possibilities I saw.
4: There was one where you
1: weren't even involved at all. She gets a faraway look in her eyes and she's like... There's a part of me that thinks that would have been really nice. <laughs> oh, well, that's not this reality. Uh, well, I don't know if you happen to see in any of your visions... If this also happened in a slightly different world, but I believe that this was the work of the Adamant Scale. Can I do a culture check on that? Sure, absolutely. I did have
2: a vision where it seemed like it was like a covert operation, uh, situation.
1: What'd you get on that culture I got check, Heidi? A Fifteen. You have never heard of the Adamant Scale.
2: I'm gonna do a culture check. Holy crap, I am not doing great today. I rolled another 2 for a, for a total of 6.
4: Could I I don't know. Not I don't is there a way to kind of um, use my profession quartermaster as a kind of Did that come up in my you know work with Vesk soldiers. Um I don't know, maybe some pillow talk. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: sure. You can. you can you see- can make a cultural and add, and cultural. add that to
3: it. Yeah, I was going to ask. I'm guessing it's not criminal underworld stuff. Nope. Okay, in which case a dirty 20 is what I got.
2: Okay. This is some obsidian order
4: bullshit. I think did I put that in one of my notes (laughs) I
1: might have but is it um... criminal no should it be
5: yes
3: (laughs) oh that's true ooh it falls in that little sliver where I can't quite get my (laughs) that that little that little niche (laughs) darn
4: oh oh Oh, I rolled a, a 20 so 26 uh, on Ooh. culture,
1: good God, your culture check is good. <laughs> that okay, look, that was totally the look of the Three, dice. Wow. Three God. of the four of you have never heard of the Adam and Scale. That, out, like, you not even not even a whisper. You're all uh, Friday, Ballad, and Saren drawing a total blick. Miss Fanny in her travels. And the many, the many beings she has been and the many places she has been. This is exactly why everyone's afraid of shapeshifters. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) Just the, just the infiltration possibilities. Not that you were doing it on purpose, but, (laughs) but yeah, um, you, it's as, it's sort of like when you sort of remembered hearing about Hellfire Toxin rumors just rumors just rumors nothing nothing concrete nobody knows anything nobody knows anybody who knows anything nobody knows anything who knows anybody who knows anything who knows anybody who knows, anybody who knows anything um, <laughs> but you do remember like the Adamant scales sort of being a bit of a a bit of a boogeyman situation in in your dealings with uh, the Vescarium army. Nobody actually believes that they're a thing, but you do, you do hear people sort of like jokingly get threatened with them all the time. Just kind of like, ooh, you better not say that too loudly around our drill sergeant or the Adam and scale is going to drag you away. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay, okay. So there's, there's a spark of recognition for R'laura when Agabana mentions them.
4: Adam and Orr,
1: they're real?
4: Oh,
1: oh my word. She looks <laughs> genuinely startled that you knew what she was talking about at all.
4: I, I, I thought that it was just soldier talk. You know, get in line, don't, don't step out of line. Uh, gun at attention, tail high.
2: You thought it was the equivalent of an army fairy tale, or military fairy tale?
4: Well, surely. Well, a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, militaristic organizations kind of have uh, different ways to keep folks in line. You know, some of them use pharmacology, some of them use psychology. I just figured it was just one of those tales that somebody just made up and it passed around. But, my stars... Might as well tell me that there's some sort of like civilization at the core of a uh, a uh, vesca, I suppose. I don't know, but ruled by a sentient race of ape-like creatures pulling pulling the strings of the
1: government. I, that would have seemed just as likely. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Anything has appeared to be possible. <laughs> I'm a little stunned that you've heard of them at all. They are a faction within the Viscarium that is so well hidden that even the council of despots doesn't know about them. Not really. They've, they've, they've heard the same jokes that all of the rest of us heard coming up through the, through the ranks. But, but even, even our highest leaders don't know, know about the Adam and scale
4: well, it's, they, uh, it's, uh, well, sometimes folks uh, speak more freely in some situations, and, um, I'm sometimes in the background, and folks don't even know I'm there. Uh, and just to demonstrate, they, the, uh, a lyric starts kind of like moving around. The crew, of course, already recognizes, but, uh, changes into Vix the Vesk. Um, um, and then we'll switch <laughs> over to Miss Fanny, which like <laughs> their armor's like really compressed. So it's like a a quick <laughs> uh, change before they head back to to Alaric. So it was just you know, pick up some tidbits here and there. Not intentionally, though. Just in the background, y'all. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she, she, both she and Charity have a moment where they just like do la. uh, <laughs> <laughs> just shaking, shaking the like the kind of like twisty, shapeshifty motions just out of their heads. Like <laughs> Charity's like, well, we'll we'll come back to that because I've got questions. <laughs> but let's uh, let her finish. Let her finish. Agavanna, just like, right. So, yes, wow. Uh, The Adam and Scale claims to protect the Empire and strike at its enemies, but its members answer to no one save themselves. It's very Section 31, if any of you have Mm -hmm. seen Star Trek.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Is it a secret group of Skittermanders that actually are running the best army? <gasps> yes, that'd be so awesome.
1: I, I honestly don't know, maybe.
2: <laughs> that, that would make a lot of sense.
1: <clears throat> but it was the Adam and Scale who first turned the humble zyatopede beetle into deadly hellfire toxin. They toil tirelessly for the perfect bioweapon. They constantly experiment and tinker with this thing. And when I find their victims, I bring them here for treatment. Or to make their passing as easy as possible. If nothing more can be done for them. However, uh, I have been given reason to believe that experimenting on small populations is... Beginning not to be en- enough for the Adamant scale. I believe they're preparing another large test on the scale of Barandamana. And so I. I persuaded Jask to steal the Xiapodes so I could find an antidote in time. So.
2: Did you have any luck in finding that antidote?
0: Not yet. If, you had a question? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, just thinking thinking it through as I'm trying to trying to actually ask it um, Mm -hmm. so if this is if this is what you found if this is the information you found what are the chances that anyone else would believe you besides us four yucks
1: I have no proof of any of this I have I have only what my visions upon waking have told me, the rumors that I've managed to chase down, but I have, I have no hard evidence, unfortunately. I wish I wish that I did, but they are very good at covering their tracks.
3: Lucky for you, we're pretty good at uncovering tracks. <laughs> <laughs> eh, <laughs> team? Eh, I had
1: I had hoped you. You may be interesting. It,
2: we are very interesting. Thank you. I had
1: hoped you may be interested in helping me with my work. You are very interesting people.
4: <laughs> Wood. I know sometimes uh, some of the bones that are forged in with a uh, fellow in arms are, are strong bones. Uh, w- Captain Fireheart. I, I don't know how deeply connected they are, but if they're not, do you think even without proof just knowing, knowing you weren't involved might get get them to questioning. I don't know how close y'all were.
1: We were we were friends, but we weren't. And I and I always respected him, and I believe that the feeling was mutual. But I don't I don't know that. He had such regard for me that he would find just just your word to be compelling. You are welcome to try. So Agavana kind of continues to... She just still seems a little taken aback by how readily the four of you have seemed to accept her story. Because she's very used to being uh, not believed About this, Uh, I think. I think really only the charities and a few a few other members of her cause that she's been able to recruit or intimidate into helping her have actually believed her.
2: Has she rolled a sense motive on us?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. Yeah, I mean,
0: look, you're you're ruled by a a group of people called the Council of Despits that doesn't exactly inspire confidence in your government. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, what, um that's fair if, if we can root out the admin scale we may be due for a bit of a rebrand
2: uh you know here's here's the thing is we didn't want to take this job from a bunch of vesk overlords we only took the job because if if, if somebody because if we didn't you know the possibility of thousands or millions dying was kind of outweighed that. That's the reason why we took it. So you know, we're we're constantly looking for the better option here, and this so far seems listening to you might have given us that option.
1: Well I must say that when I I knew that I knew that the Imperium would send people after me eventually, and when the charities two and four Unexpectedly broke down. I knew that that day had finally arrived. But I'm, I'm so I'm so pleased and and great and grateful for Waydan's blessings that the people that were sent after me have proved to be so reasonable and honorable. And I uh, I appreciate your offer of help. If I if I can think of a way that you can, I will be sure to let you know. In the meantime, however, I, uh, I have secured a ship away from here now that, uh, everything, now that my position has been compromised. And, uh, I'll be, I'll be on the run for a little while, but I'll, I'll be sure to keep your bonfire log, keep your bonfire handles handy. <laughs> 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 and
4: a positive yikes review, <laughs> real
0: fast. What was? What exactly was the the job? Like, w- what were we hired to do by Eshuvaya? Were, to h-
4: bring them in, dead or alive? Okay.
1: Yep. Capture Agavana and bring her in, dead or alive.
0: So, okay. Um hmm. hmm, 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 hmm. running over some thoughts because I still want to get paid.
4: Uh,
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is going to affect our Yikes score.
4: <laughs> oh, It'll be like a one star.
0: <laughs> this, this probably sounds really pragmatic in light of everything that we're discussing, but at the end of the day, I'd still like to get paid and our job is reliant on on us getting good reviews and um I'm sure that you would prefer Mr. Fireheart to not be after you for like after this is done so I wonder if there's some sort of way that we could (sighs) prove to him that you are dead beyond
1: bringing in my actual carcass
0: yeah exactly beyond bringing in your actual carcass because seems like what you're doing is good and necessary.
3: Well, another option is uh, we could help you out. And then if you think Eshevaio is the kind of person to see reason after we've sort of brought everything to light, maybe he'll still pay us and give us a good review after that. Potential options. <laughs> Do something good and get our money. I don't know.
2: <laughs> what what I think they're all saying is is I think this is kind of a kind of works for you and helps us out at the same time. If we have a way to prove that you are dead, and he puts in parentheses dead, uh, then they might t- stay off your tail a little longer. And no, at no, the I same s-
1: t- I see the appeal. I'm just sort of examines examines her left hand I guess I don't need it
2: well I mean before we go that far you do have an entire like place full of meta equipment if maybe we can clone or duplicate something that work might work too
1: this we don't this is not a cloning facility it is a it is a treatment center and a vaccine laboratory but we do not have I will not be able to clone my own body. Do vests have tails? They do have tails.
2: I, your tail might be a better option in that case, not than your hand. I think. I don't know. Maybe you get more use what? out of your hand your tail.
4: <laughs> yeah, Captain. Um, <laughs> yeah, for all, for all due respect, yeah, yes. The, the tails more than it's not decoration. <laughs> it serves a serves a purpose.
2: Well, I mean, everything serves a purpose, but one is used for picking up things, and the other is a tail that comes at the back. I don't know if it can grab things. Maybe I don't
1: know. Most things that have tails need them for balance to be able to walk. Mm. Ah.
4: (laughs) Miss Fanny was just in the back of her mind, like, oh, yeah, these folks cannot experience how it is. (laughs) One, learning to use a tail, and then what's having the tail, getting used to walking around without one. Okay, so so I have a thought. Um,
0: uh, a lyric um, this I, this may go against what you want as want for yourself, but what if you were to assume Agavana's form and um, play dead and uh, you do have that necro piece inside of you? And then, since, you know, you can slip through small spaces undetected, you could literally vacate whatever thing that they are trying... Like, you, like you, basically, we turn you in as Agavana, and you get out, and we we, we jailbreak you.
3: Uh, oh. That makes I, me nervous. That
2: makes me nervous.
4: <laughs> I, I, I certainly am... I, I wouldn't mind the sacrifice, of course. It's just... vote well, vast
3: facilities are,
4: are a bit tricky to get
3: in and out of. Uh, yeah, don't they also have what? ways of, like, verifying who you are? I'm pretty sure there's some of that tech going on. I mean, not to poo-poo the idea.
4: I could certainly appear as them on the outside with... A good bit of practice. I I pulled off Weska's just, uh, oh, I don't know if that was an adrenaline a adrenaline survival trail. thing. But definitely I was off a few millimeters and the arm lengths weren't just right, I could tell. Um, and I don't know if the folks just didn't want to see. There was an element of their expectance to see what they expecting to see. And I, I mean, I, I, I'm open to it. I would definitely need, I don't know, I'll on to your timetable, but the more I could study, uh, you know, a form, the better I am with it. I, I've never tested my blood. I, it's hard to get kind of on the cellular level as far as the DNA, obviously, uh, that's a little bit more intricate, intricate than I've, I've tried, but, well, uh, and
3: begs the question at that point how much we were making a lot of trouble for ourselves why don't we just take the trouble of helping her out and then making a shavayosi reason because otherwise this is going to keep going on eventually they'll figure out regardless of what direction we take it i'm sure they're going to figure out again that she's not dead
1: yes that's while it does, and your your transformational abilities are truly spectacular. i've I've never seen anything like it. But there is the small problem of my body would be i imagine probed quite significantly mm-hmm. to ensure that it was really me i I imagine it would be monitored until it could be autopsied. Uh, yeah and uh, and if it had, Sort of disappeared. I imagine that would also tank your review rating. Exactly. Mm. Mm. I, you know, I'm with Ballad on
4: this one, and I know uh, a body part would be helpful. But also, you'll excuse me saying so, but you are a a work of way, Dan. And I, oh gosh, Captain, I don't, I I don't know if I have it in me to, uh,
2: I wouldn't ask you to do that. That just seems way too dangerous. I I think I, I think he What do you need done, I guess? And let's see, let's see what your thoughts are. He points to Agavana. What's your thoughts about everything and maybe we can come up with some ideas based off of your thoughts.
1: Well, uh I appreciate that you all want to get paid.
2: It's not just about wanting to get paid, it's about it's about survival. Like we we got to we got to pay the bills.
1: I I understand. I am uncertain as to how effective merely a piece of my body would be in proving my death. Yeah. Uh, sufficiently to the so that Captain Fireheart stops looking for me.
3: Yeah, and the other problem is who who he sends after will not be nearly as nice as us, I suspect.
1: Yes. I my thoughts are what they were before we met, which is that I have been compromised and need, need to disappear. And that I I think remains remains my game plan. And I if I thought that chopping a hand off would would do the four of you a lot any good i i would consider it a fine price to pay in exchange for you letting me go free and believing my story and offering to help but i just i just i just don't
3: think that would do the trick well that then you know what i brought up earlier what do you think you know eshavio do you think he could be, if we were, for example, to find proof of what you've said and bring it to him so that he understands what you're doing, you know, what do you, what do you think of our uh, chances then of him helping with a potential cover up, of helping you escape? Do you think he's the, an honorable type? Will he, will he play along if we do something like that?
1: It it is possible. Echevarrio is in my experience a very a very kind man and a rational one, but he hmm, he's not exactly an outside of the box thinker. Mm-hmm. He he's very conventional and and deeply and and deeply believes in what he is told and believes in uh He's very military if you understand what I'm saying. He's very much sure. about following orders. I you could certainly try. I've got uh I have samples of my work that I could pass on to you. I have uh I have the progress that I've made on a vaccine that I could that I could give you. I could give you data on that. Um you're welcome to take pictures of my facility as it's it's going to be Oh, I already did. It's going to be abandoned. Oh, excellent. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Fantastic. I I
2: love that. (laughs) I I actually have an idea. Why don't we collect all the information like you said? We'll go back to Fireheart and we'll tell him uh, she got away from us. She went the opposite way you want to go. And then we will bring him all the information we found and we will just tell him straight out we don't think she's the person you think she is. And, Mm -hmm. and, uh, at that point, kind of leave it as is. We've gathered enough information that hopefully maybe we'll get some kind of payday out of it. We'll misdirect him. Uh, if he seems like he's concerned about this, I'm sure you guys will figure a way to come into contact with each other. But that allows us to, allows you to get away. It allows us to finish our job as best as possible. And, uh, and it, and it gives you some time.
0: I, 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 I think one step further, captain, let's just, um, I, I think it might be best if we don't acknowledge that we even had a chance to, to encounter Agavana, rather that she and she was gone by the time that we, that we arrived we were able to, to hack the data, databases that were left and find all of this information on a vaccine that was being created as well as information about the adamant scale that's be, and all the research that she's been doing and say and we I don't know actually, which direction she
2: went. We could actually take it a moment farther because you said something about blowing blowing something up.
1: Yes, I'm. I have commissioned a ship to take me to my next hiding place, Charity is going to be staying behind to take care of all of, to take care of the remaining patients, uh, move them if they can be moved safely and uh, pack up, pack up and clear out. And then after, after that's been done, we were going to, well, yes, blow this place up.
2: Well, <sighs> why don't we just say that in the process, we actually accidentally trigger, trigger to self-destruct. And had to get out in a quick scene. This is all the information we found before it, the place blew up.
0: I'm not okay with blowing up a temple of Waydan.
2: Well, that doesn't seem like it's much of our choice.
4: Well, it is. We can we have say in the matter. We can make the request, please don't blow up a holy site. Just the same way as we were like, well, let's self-destruct the ship for some reason. We can, we can have Are some you- discourse.
1: Are you also followers of Waydan? Yes, I am. Yes. Then I understand your misgivings and I share them. But at the end of the day, this, this site is wholly regardless. This is just a building.
3: Yeah, and it's kind of less about the building and more about, like, also the work. Consider the work she's doing, you two. Like, this is about so many people's lives. I think Way Dan would forgive a little rubble in his holy place. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I truly so. hope that that's so. Oh, goodness. Especially if this virus.
4: So the plan's to spread it. Who knows how many worlds it'll touch.
3: I can't stop
0: you. I won't be okay with it. I'm not on board with it. But I won't stop you.
3: My one question here is... How long do you think it's going to take before whoever is giving Eshavaio orders takes more notice of all of this and then you start being hunted again
2: I think she's always going to be hunted
3: is there anything we could do to do better because right now I'm not super confident that what we're going to be doing is going to help you as much as I would like I'm weirdly invested in this what's happening to me (laughs) Ballad has a self-reflective moment and looks kind of like she's having a crisis, <laughs> just a mini crisis for a minute. Woman doing math face. <laughs>
2: you've been hanging. You've been hanging around us too long.
3: God, you people!
0: <laughs> you keep talking about doing something more. What can we do more than what we're already trying to do, Ballad? We are a bunch of cargo haulers. Like, we don't have the skills to take on. these secret military organizations that, that like someone who was trained by the military in that government is, doesn't even know how to
3: do. So what, what are we going to do to stop them? She's going to turn to Saren with her eyebrows raised and gives her a look uh, and say, maybe you don't have the skills, but I'd say the rest of us fully do. Yeah, I don't.
0: Maybe I don't belong here. I am just a cargo hauler and a mechanic.
2: All right, that's enough from both of you. We don't have time for this. Here's the thing is, yeah, we're just cargo haulers, but we're not going to be like EJ Corp. We're going to do the right thing as best we can, and sometimes that won't be enough, but at least we tried our best. That's what we got to think about. We can do a few things here. We can help in our own small little way. And who knows, maybe it will help. Maybe it won't do a goddamn thing, but we're going to try anyway. That's what makes us different. And that's what makes us the be- such a great crew.
3: I agree. And you know what, Saren, you know damn well I don't actually think that, but I, I want to snap you out of that. Because you got to stop underestimating not only yourself, but us. Have some faith in your friends. And then Bal is just kind of done with that, <laughs> that conversation. She turns away. Well, Agavine, as you can see, uh,
4: we we are a skilled crew and looks like we're invested in helping you save lives as best we can. So just tell us what needs to be done and I, we'll do our best. I don't want to speak for our captain, but we're definitely here to help and you know, you're doing good work on the vaccine. I took a look at some of your data. Those protein chains are a bit complex, perhaps a conjugated polysaccharide vaccines, probably direction that might help. And if it does, I, I, as you can see, I've got a pretty unique physiology. My folk, my people aren't around. And if they are around, we, well, you wouldn't know it, would you? But, uh, it's hard to get your hands on it, but I'll, why don't you take some blood samples for me and the, uh, adaptable flexible nature of it might give you the edge you need and furthering your work on the vaccine and guess, saving planets from not turning into to ronda mana
2: fanny every every other episode is is uh giving out her blood love it <laughs> blood to, to scientists
3: <laughs> trail of that's mis- true that's second <laughs> that's two
1: well, it, she, like uh... Agavanna absolutely like perk like seems to perk up with that. She had previously, she and Charity had both had the look of people who wanted to run for the door as soon as sort of the <laughs> the infighting or like the the like the the deep conversations about people going through a lot of stuff started happening. Like decidedly like very none of my business faces. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> She'll cross over to Relora and sort of clap you on the shoulder in a really friendly sort of way and feel like I like that would potentially be very helpful. If you would be willing to give a sample, the adaptability to changing circumstances is something we desperately need in that vaccine. And if we can find a way to mimic it, uh, using, using your tissue, then that would be, that would be very helpful as, as for the rest and she looks. She looks at Saren in particular. Like, I appreciate, I appreciate the offer of help. But I actually am more in agreement with your sparkly friend here. I don't know how you can help, and I, I don't know that I would care to risk your lives, even if I could think of a way. If. I, I believe that you are already putting yourselves in great danger by giving Eschovio alter- alternative directions as to where my whereabouts are, or or just saying that you couldn't find me. I think that's already dangerous enough, and mm. I thank you for it. If I can, th- I, I if I can think of a way that you could assist me that would not unduly bring you to the attention of the adamant scale then I will I will be in touch but as I've said I I truly I truly appreciate everything you've done already and I I think I think that's enough I'm I'm unsure of how to fight them myself really beyond what I'm already doing and that relies on me being more or less alone moving from place to place Moving from place to place with relative speed. Uh, my ship is due to come collect me. Fairly, fairly soon. So I'll, I'll take that sample now, if uh, if you're still willing, and I'll uh, I'll box up some other evidence for you. <laughs> Charity.
0: How do you feel about us using? The wreckage of one of your other bodies as proof that, you know, that we did our best here and of the explosion here that we found one of your bodies in the wreckage.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. If you think that'll help, have at it. This is, and she sort of gestures to herself, my newest and improved model. <laughs> so I uh, feel, feel free to use the other two for whatever you like.
3: Hey, hey, how good's my impression? And Balad puts back on the impersonation matrix. Oh. Okay. <laughs> charity Charity kind of caws in a
1: very delighted way. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's quite good. I uh I might have bought that. If you try to come in here this way, she's walking in circles around you. Then she reaches out really suddenly and tries to poke you in the arm.
3: Ooh, like, I, Ballad could move, but she's gonna let her. Like, like, convincing. Yeah, right up until you touch me. <laughs> 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 then yeah, there's that. Ain't. <laughs> she, she keeps poking you. <laughs> that ain't me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh do the four of you have any more questions for Agavana
3: or Charity?
2: Nope. Oh, I think we're think in a good no. spot.
3: Nah, I think we got what we needed.
1: Yeah. That was some very good RP, by the way. I want I want to give a hero point to both Heidi and Jess for
3: Oh hey, okay, thank you.
1: Once again, thank just you. tugging and just just doing a doing yep. a little doing a little conflict. Sometimes you gotta make it spicy, you know? <laughs> sometimes, well, And it's so realistic for four people that are both roommates and co-workers.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh, Things oh are God. gonna get a little tense and a little spicy sometimes. You're yep. literally
3: never apart. <laughs> no, I'm glad you took it that direction, Heidi, because I, I would not have thought to uh, make it that spicy if you hadn't. I was like, ooh, I like this. Let me play along.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, the thing is, like, you know, Saren is like... It's it's like Saren is willing and happy to do whatever to help, mm-hmm. right? But up to a point where it's like there's only ever so much that you can do. And taking on a yeah. shadowy secret military mm-hmm. organization that even like members of the own like the lead leaders of the uh, their own government don't even know they exist. Yeah. For real? How do we how would we even find them to begin to do anything about that? we are not on different pages. You just want to take it like a step farther than Saren is willing or even thinks we're capable of.
3: Absolutely. And it makes sense because of how, you know what Saren has said in the past. And the part of the reason Ballad is becoming more invested is that like, I have a whole group bond that I was rereading and I was like, Ballad really does think we're all special people who are going to do like really grand things. So like that's in her group bond for the group. She doesn't feel she herself is, like, that special. She thinks of herself as a tool for the group. But that she, it frustrates her that Saren doesn't have more, like, self-confidence because she sees in the three of them this, like, amazing thing. Um and so she's really pushing for that right now. She's like uh, inspired by how, how all the goodness you you have displayed as a, a trio and is trying to like elevate you. <laughs> and then <laughs> without really thinking about the reality of that, you know,
4: I like how our dynamics have, I know that our dynamics have really sh- shifted and I'm glad we do the bonds because it's easy to go back and um, read them through and adjust the role play style. If we hadn't had the kind of, like, uh, a lean story arc, so, you know, uh, Miss Fanny has that guilt going on. I know she's slowly making peace. Saren and, you know, Ballad have been helping, you know, kind of get out of that uh, headspace. But she's now creature riddled with guilt. If if the suggestion is like, hey, sacrifice yourself, you know, she's all about empathy and walking in other people's shoes. But sacrifice yourself to the shadowy organization would have happened prior to the heist. It would have been like, Oh, you know, I'm not that good, you know, with the, uh, I don't practice, you know, the deception thing very often. I'm very rusty or like, Oh gosh, that seems very dangerous. Uh, would have been a little bit more kind of self preservation versus now where it's okay, well, we got to take one for the team. I'll take one for the team because it's like, Oh man, I deserve this of, you know, Um, so that dynamic already as we're progressing has adjusted just the same way as they've been hiding, well, hiding, not, you know, hiding quotation marks, hiding this whole time, but now they're, you know, changing shapes in front of people. They're being more unabashedly themselves, you know, sometimes they go around the ship uh, as fannies kind of like a default or one, but, um, Oh no, no, not Fanny. That surprised anymore me the, so
3: much that you shifted this episode. So, so casually.
4: It, because the crew is basically like, oh, it's, you know, you you can be yourself. You're Miss Fanny. Them seeing the kind of Miss Fanny in her already, regardless of what shape she's in. Um You know, they saw her at her worst was, you know, again, impersonating somebody and they're like, they knew it was difficult for her and we're supporting her the best that they could. And again, which we find ourselves super crappy, super crappy situation, you know, that was kind of the best option to keep them safe. So if it was something that she just really doesn't care to do, it was like the best, the only way to keep you folks as safe as possible, like, you know, the path of least resistance or the path of most safety and now that kind of safety net is now expanding in her more you know she's this is now the second time she's given some of her blood and I don't know if it's like an AstraZo she didn't wasn't raised with astrazoan so if it's like a culture thing she never knew like no always hide always hide um, you know keep your blood safe I don't know that's something maybe I'm, I'm now I'm kind of arping or picturing it you know making it canon maybe it's like a like how spiders know how to freaking spin webs. It's something encoded in them to, you know, um, not be out in the open, but that it, the nurture component of it is, all right, yeah, what? Astrozoans exist. It's not a secret. Astrozoans exist in the universe and deal with it. We change shape. So, um, and that's kind of, it's a nice, it's a nice shift from, again, her, her dad's very, Ruthless businessmen definitely did have her learn and use her shape-shifting abilities, you know, in her teens to further their businesses. And a lot mm-hmm. of their those credits or business acquisitions that were a little shady were because she was infiltrating and using this ability for nefarious means. So anyway, long story out of control, but just kind of saying it's like, it's I like how the, the, the different dyna- dynamics of the crew is kind of shaping her. Oh, shaping her and again making her just feel more comfortable like, yeah, what? I'm I'm changing shape. Deal with it.
1: <laughs> yeah. You've all Hell got some yeah. good character development going on that I'm really I'm really enjoying seeing. And I like I'm enjoying seeing the ways in which like in Ballad and Rolora's case, the character development can be can be liberating. And uh in the case of Saren, the character development can be
3: debilitating.
1: Cordrous.
3: That's yeah, <laughs> that's awesome.
1: And uh Friday is coping as best he can <laughs>
3: coasting <laughs> head empty <laughs> If I just
1: smile. If I just smile at everybody, it's hey everything's <gasps> fine finger guns <laughs> my mom's not dead i'm great
4: <laughs> you're you're katara you're katara in the desert <laughs> the de- the desert uh, story arc in uh, avatar i would say friday friday he,
2: i mean he, he he stepped up a little bit there he was a little he was a little like okay
4: kids <laughs> being captain, yeah.
1: Yeah, Friday's uh, Friday's being captain dad a little bit. Agavana and Calamity uh have given you a couple samples of the vaccine progress that they've made. They've given uh, Saren and Alaric the the data that they may need to be able to go over and interpret and and explain to Eschovio if you do get the chance to to try to convince him. And you are now hanging... You are now waiting at the entrance to the temple.
0: Um, Real fast, can I also say that... Yes. Even though we took video and like pictures already, that we take pictures of it empty and abandoned.
4: Oh, good. Yep.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. Smart.
1: Very. Yes, okay. You're sure to get... You're sure to get shots of it abandoned. Of uh, we showed up, there was nobody here.
0: It was already. They were already gone. It, was, it.
1: It was. It was a abandoned ruin. Oh shucks. Our only lead. It's. Well, it's just gone. What and are you going to do? Somehow <laughs>
2: trick, trip the self destruct.
1: Oh shoot! Gosh darn it! Damn. So you're all collected. At the entrance of the temple, you're saying your goodbyes. <laughs> and you do see that there is a vessel beginning to break atmosphere, coming in for a landing uh, next to the Void Jammer on the opposite side of the Renunciant Bridge. Agavana says, Well, I think that's my ride. And you all cross the Renunciant Bridge right as the Winter Morn. Comes to a landing. What the fuck? Oh, 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 hey. <laughs> <rough>. <laughs> the hatch opens, and well, gosh, who who could it be? But Neva, Nemolith, Jinx, and Dizzy come down the ramp to greet their greet their fugitive guest, and look startled and annoyed.
2: I just see <laughs> all. <As laughs> <always, laughs> I see as always. You all are taking the easier job.
1: <laughs> Neva sniffs and rolls her eyes and says, "I hardly think transporting the dangerous fugitive on the run from the Vescarium is the easier job, but okay."
2: Yeah. Uh huh.
1: Think what I, you like yeah you're doing you're doing a real hard job just you get swallowed
2: by a large metal clam no I don't think so
1: you don't know what kind of week (laughs) I've had she points she points (laughs) a finger up at you
3: shaking it I point a finger back I can do that too I point with my extendo arm (laughs) really close to her
1: face Charity points between the the two crews go like do y'all know each other
4: There's just a lot of unresolved sexual tension. You know how it is in the industry. (laughs) You know, you know how all that sexual tension is. Hey, Diz House kicks. Of course, in the back of their mind, it's like, oh, they don't know who this is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Dizzy does wave at you, and they seem a little, little confused. Hey, weirdo, (laughs) guy. What, what 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 is up with you
4: you know the usual moral ethical quandaries I hear that
1: I hear that Jinx just starts tapping his foot and going like we've got a job to do can we go can we just can we not can we just can we just, can we just go Nemolith and Nemolith pats him on the shoulders goes like aww you feeling antisocial today? We can just go we don't have to <laughs> if it's too much you can just get back on the ship I'll get her bags <laughs> <laughs> and um, oh you should let us help you Nemolith turns to turns to Saren tossing her fiery her literal fiery hair over her shoulder goes like that is so sweet she just fixes you with this big beaming smile it's almost as twinkly as Friday's (laughs) (laughs) almost being the key word almost she did not actually cast charming veneer on herself but she could have Oh, you are so sweet. But uh, I think Neva would might... Neva, I think, would probably actually have a bit of an aneurysm if someone who wasn't part of the crew or a sanctioned guest got on the ship. You, I've got You them. sure
2: you don't want to let our tech expert just, you know, help aboard your ship? We wouldn't, we wouldn't do any, like, corporate sabotage or anything, you know. <clears throat> uh, we're, all, we're all aboard.
1: Sugar, Saying that out loud does not make me think that you would not do that. No.
2: <laughs> it's almost like that was the point.
1: Good seeing y'all. Dizzy and Nemolith also agree. It was good, like, like, oh yeah, good to see, you. good to see y'all too. We should meet up the next <laughs> time we're on the same planet. And now we can like hang out, we can get some drinks, and Neva and Jinx both say no. Oh, the come lyric, on.
3: Yeah, let's party. That's what Larry
4: turns again to the chair and he's like, what I tell you? Sexual tension.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Agavanna clasps each of you on the shoulder again with a meaningful look and her very, like, warm thanks. Like, May Way Dan bless you all and guide you all on your explorations through the stars and I hope that we meet again someday hopefully under safe. better circumstances thank you you as well agreed yeah and she boards the winter morn uh dizzy dizzy waves at Saren Saren uh, waves back they and they get back on the winter morn as well as, uh, as does Neva, who just shoots Captain Friday the middle finger as she <laughs> climbs up the ramp back onto the Fr-
2: ship. Friday just smiles a big shit grin and his teeth go, ting! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the winter morn uh, starts to lift off and the four of you start Walking Charity back toward the temple, kind of maybe to help her continue cleaning up. When out of the sky come two BMC maulers. Damn it. And they shoot a blast of plasma straight at Charity Mark V. And she explodes. <gasps> what? Far Beyond the Stars is a fantastic world's production. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, If you can't get enough of us, we produce a second show, the Fantastic Worlds Podcast, based on the Rain of Winter Adventure Path for Pathfinder 1E. We also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, literally anywhere. I think we we have a TikTok. You can find links to access all of those things on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. If you'd like to support the pod, uh, please consider joining our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash. We really, really could use your dollars if you have some despair. And in exchange, you get access to behind-the-scenes content for all of our shows. You get access to merch. There are a lot of sort of special personalized interactions that we offer at various tiers. Go check that out if you're interested at all. Fantasticworlds.cash. And if you don't have dollars... We totally understand. Uh, times, Times is hard. Money is tight. And you can support us in lots of free ways, too. One of those free ways is by telling all your friends and family about the show or by going to Apple Podcasts and leaving us a review or giving us five stars on Spotify or doing whatever your podcatcher will allow you to do. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me on Instagram at Bonanza Famine if you want to see pictures of my dog, and you can find me on Twitter at Bonanza Famine if you want to see my hot takes about various media that I encounter.
0: This is Heidi. You can find me at tw- on Twitter at Hillian. if you want to see, I don't know, usually I just post like trans stuff on there, you know.
4: <laughs> I play
0: I play Saren oh, yeah. Kassaris, chief engineer aboard the Void Jammer.
4: and this is Angel. Also, Leric. Man, I'm really like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not sure <laughs> to choose this shape more often. It's just so fun to to say y'all's. Anywho, uh, social media stuff. Let's see, uh, Espinoza nine one six on the Twitter, Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I. I think that's the only thing I'm not Espinosa 916 on. That's just your run-of-the-mill Angel Espinosa with a Z. And what do I post? <laughs> little family stuff. um, nonprofit stuff. Random nerdy stuff. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's about it. Stuff about cookies. We're all like
3: cookie, bag. cookie pages. He's got it all. <laughs> it all for you. <laughs> it's eclectic. Indeed. Uh, and this is Jess, I just gotta say, well and truly gobsmacked right now. <laughs> my <laughs> mouth was hanging open for a good, yeah. like, 30 seconds while Abby was just doing all the, like, you know, normal, you know, rundown at the end of the episode. I was, like, looking off in the distance with my mouth open, just in complete <laughs> shock. Uh, anyways, you can <laughs> find me Yay! at Hank's link. <laughs> Yeah, with the f
4: man. Now imagine that on the show, I'd be so pissed. Especially was like you, at the uh, week. Yeah. It's like. But but but, but what, uh, the robot and the thing. What, what I'll put what her what back
3: together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can we rebuild her.
3: Yeah, we can rebuild her. We have, have the, the make technology. Her stronger. <laughs> we have
0: the
2: technology. All right,
1: Dustin, do your outro.
2: This is Dustin Alexander who is pretty sure that Abby stuck Nemolith as married so that Friday could not have a relationship, develop a relationship with her. (laughs) And (laughs) you
1: would be Wrong! It's part of her actual backstory.
2: Uh (laughs) The only person who knows that is you. I don't believe you. Sense motive in real life. Uh, (laughs) You can reach me at Dustin Alexander on the Instagrams and the Twitters. Uh, I I mostly post right now I'm posting a lot of stuff about my fitness journey because I have started to to, to do that and I take a picture after every workout to hold myself accountable and also because I want to see a me losing weight in my face over time look and and just stitch all those pictures together and see how that comes out.
1: Yeah, make like one of those little videos
2: yeah so uh Ooh. doing that hopefully i am fully healed and back out doing stuff again i have been so active the last few weeks it's been ridiculous uh which means nice. i hope to get back into my photography bullshit again soon yeah! and start taking pictures so hopefully you'll see more of that on there as well uh other than that just lots of fantastic world bullshit i post uh you can you know yep
1: that's all i got and it's all bullshit it's all, all bullshit. bullshit all the time that's our company, all bullshit. Motto. Yeah. We'll see you next Such a Beyond Far the beyond Stars. Far Beyond the Stars. We should get a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> pew Pew. Pew Pew. Far Beyond the Stars is a fantastic world production and an officially licensed partner
3: of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Pack, Fly Free or Die, is a trademark of Paizo. Copyright 2020. All Paizal content is used
1: with permission. Ooh, you know, you better not talk to Lardley. Uh, wow, Lardley. <laughs>